everyone needs to learn Linux, like right now, like yesterday, especially if you're in IT. I don't care if you're on the help desk or you're a network engineer or a system engineer or you're a programmer or you want to become a hacker, you need to know Linux, it's a required skill now. It just is. It's become this expectation that if you are in IT at all, that you have some basic understanding of how the command line works and how Linux works and, and what a Linux kernel is. If you learn it now, you will be rare. You'll have a rare skill. But if you wait too long, you'll get left behind. Trust me. And the earlier, the better. I mean, get your kids to start learning Linux. I'm teaching my kids right now. In fact, they're going to help me make this video. But hold up. What is this Linux thing? And why is it so important that you need to learn it? And how in the world do you even learn Linux? Well, good news in this video, we're going to take the first few steps to help you learn just a little bit of Linux, which is really all you need. And then we'll talk about the steps to propel you to become a Linux master with the help of my good buddy, Sean Powers, a Linux expert. Cover what certifications you need from the Linux Plus to the Red Hat Certified Administrator. So yeah, this video is open source. And hey, if you like what you see here, if you like IT, coffee, or beards, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and if you want to be notified when I post a video, get that little bell icon so you can just be boom, the first here for my contest and everything I do. Oh, and I have a challenge for you. So if you stick around to the end of the video, I have a challenge, a Linux challenge to test your skills. And the first 10 people to post a secret phrase I'm looking for in the comments will win a Linux training course from David Bomble. So yeah, it's cool. So stick around till the end or just jump to there real quick and be the first. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit, Linux is scary. Like really scary. Like when you look at Linux versus like Windows or Mac OS, it really is different because you're on a black screen just typing. All you see are words, nothing gooey, nothing to click. It's kind of kind of unsettling. It's really different from what we're used to, which is why a lot of people shy away from it. I absolutely want to assure everybody Linux is not that big of a deal. But you know, it's just an operating system. Everything from your smartphone to your laptop to your car to your refrigerator to your toaster to your toilet. They all, if they are smart, <laughs> they have an operating system. Yes, your toilet might be running Linux. The operating system is just the manager of the hardware resources on your device. So for example, when you want to play Candy Crush or Pokemon Go, you launch those apps. Those apps talk to the operating system, which in this case would be Apple iOS on the iPhone. And then the Apple iOS will talk to the hardware and he, he's kind of the middleman. And we need him because he speaks the language of the hardware. So we have the operating systems we know and love and use all the time. We have Windows, we have Mac OS, iOS, Android. But where does Linux come into play? Do you even use Linux? Probably not. Well, probably not on purpose because you kind of use Linux every day. If I were to ask you what you thought the most popular operating system ever was right now, you probably say like Windows, but you're wrong. <laughs> the most popular operating system by far, like it's not even, it's not even a competition is Linux. You're watching me on Linux right now. Yes, YouTube is run on Linux servers. Netflix, if you just finished binge watching Stranger Things like I did, Netflix is run on Linux. In fact, the top 1 million websites in the world, 96% of them are run on Linux. So it's a pretty big deal. But why Linux? Why is it this big deal? Why is everyone using it? Well, there's one big reason. It's free. It's free to use, free to mess with and edit, it's uh, what we call open source. So you can go look at the code for Linux, you can change it and, and edit it the way you want to to make it great for your application. So Netflix will use a version of Linux that will be totally foreign to us. You can change it and make it your own. That's why there are so many different flavors of Linux. We'll cover that here in a bit. Okay, fine. 
Linux is a big deal, but why should we learn it? Why should you as a regular Joe, a regular Brittany, I don't know how they, I don't know the female version of that. Why should you as an IT person learn Linux? Two reasons, only two, this is it. One is that it runs on everything. And I'm talking everything, we just covered that, but I mean really every smart device in your home right now runs Linux. Your Tesla runs Linux. Do you have a Tesla? I want a Tesla. Android, the OS on most of the phones in the world, is pretty much Linux. In IT, we're pushing a lot of our infrastructure to the cloud, so servers and everything are going to the cloud. Most of the servers in the cloud are Linux. Even Microsoft's cloud, Azure, you can run Linux there too, so it's, it's everywhere. And reason one leads us to reason two. Number two is that Linux is kind of scary. And that's the reason you should learn it. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, but it, I will, I'll explain. Most IT engineers shy away from it because it does have that initial barrier. It looks weird. It's not this. It's not what we're used to. It's not what we learned in school. In school, we have a mouse. We click things, and we things pop up and open. In Linux, we're just sitting there at a command line typing things. It doesn't feel right. And that, my friends, is the perfect recipe for a rare skill. A skill that you can demand lots of money for. And I'll say this, if you know Linux and you know it well, you instantly have a ton of street cred in the IT industry. That's kind of the thing with Linux. If you put Linux on your resume for any IT job, you're gonna look like a total stud. I mean, really, and I mean, if it makes me look good, look at the shirt, right? People still like <laughs> kind of respect me. I mean, you know, if you see a guy sitting in a terminal typing away, you're like, wow, that guy's amazing. Sean Powers told me how he got a job as a Windows database admin. Um, he didn't have any experience as a Windows database admin, but he knew Linux. And they thought, well, this guy knows Linux, so he can easily pick up Windows database administration. When I say that it makes you employable for other jobs, it's true. Uh, the last job I had before was a full-time trainer at CBT Nuggets. I was a database manager for uh, a college that used Microsoft SQL for all of their stuff. And I got the job, not because I had Microsoft SQL experience, but because I was an all-around IT guy and I had Linux experience and that made me look valuable so that I could help make decisions. That's the thought. If you People think if you know Linux, you can know anything, you can learn anything. Kind of the, the, the thought that if you make it here, you can make it anywhere. That's what Linux does for us in the IT industry. It gives you a ton of street cred. But again, it's scary. So how do we get past the scariness? How do we get past the thing that maybe I'm not smart enough to learn Linux? I'm not one of those weird wizards or anything like that. You don't have to be. When I assure you that the slight learning curve to get into being comfort there will make you the, the awesome person who's not afraid of command line, um, it's worth it. That, that's why. It's because that learning curve is so steep just at first that everybody's afraid of it. And so um, to the point where a lot of people like hate Linux. Oh, Linux is so stupid. Why would I use Linux? And it's because they don't know, right? It's fear. And, yes. I, and I get that, but I assure you, if I can use Linux on a daily basis, so can you. <laughs> the barrier to learning Linux is not climbing this huge mountain. It's just a little boop, bump in the road. That's all it is. Just a little bump. If you can get past that little bump and start getting the command line and typing a few things, it'll be smooth sailing. Seriously, it'll be a smooth ride. I know you don't believe me, so we're going to do it right now. Let's do it. And my kids are going to help me. We were on a mission. We went to Micro Center to pick up a Raspberry Pi 4, so we did that. So yeah, go ahead and watch that. Go. All right, on our way to Micro Center to pick up some pie. You guys want some pie? Yeah. We're on a mission to learn some Linux, and we're gonna get some Raspberry Pis. Before you can learn anything in IT, you gotta drink some coffee. It's just the rules, okay? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I right, here. Here you go. Try sip. I don't like that at all. I like it. Okay, walking into the micro center. 
We got a pie, baby. <laughs> Ooh, it's eat it, let's eat it. The best way to learn anything is to get your hands on it as soon as you can and start playing with it right away. And that's why I love Linux because it's free. So you can just go get it right now. But then where do you put it? That, that could be a challenge. Well, one of the ways I recommend is going to pick up one of these bad boys. This is a Raspberry Pi, one of the smallest computers you can buy. The new one, the Raspberry Pi 4 just came out. It's about the size of a credit card, but you can run some things on this. Um, you can play Minecraft, you can learn Linux, you can learn Python, you can, you can do all kinds of stuff on this. And the beauty of it is, it's only $35. You throw Linux on this and you can just start learning Linux on a little bitty computer. Now you don't have to get this. You can learn Linux another way, like free right now at this very moment. Let me show you a few options. So apart from getting a Raspberry Pi, which is my favorite way to learn Linux, I do have my top two ways. And it's always free, always free. The first one is where we're at right now. We're in a cloud infrastructure, we're in Microsoft Azure, which might sound like a weird thing, go to Microsoft to learn Linux, but they have partnered together and it's amazing. In fact, both of my options include Microsoft, <laughs> oddly enough. So you can go sign up for a free Microsoft Azure account and deploy a Ubuntu server and play around with it as much as you want It's your server. Plus you get to learn a little bit about the cloud, which is also very cool. My second favorite way is also with Microsoft, but it's with Windows 10. No, it is not a dual boot where you have to shut down your computer and reboot into Linux. No, no, no. Linux runs on Windows 10. It's crazy, check this out. Oh, I love technology, so check it out. This is crazy. If you are running Windows 10, Microsoft partnered with Canonical, the company that runs Ubuntu and all that, and you can install Linux on Windows 10, and it works. So there's only two steps you really need to do, or perform. First you'll take this command right here. Copy it, launch PowerShell as an admin, and then paste it in there. This will enable your Windows 10 machine to run Linux. And then after this, you go to the App Store. It's that simple. Search for a store, go to the Windows 10 App Store or Windows App Store, literally search for Linux, <laughs> and you get this. Linux on Windows? Yeah, totally. And look at the options, oh my gosh. So many flavors of Linux, you're gonna get tired of it. Kali Linux, which you can actually hack things with. That's a hacking offensive security tool. I mean, just look at all these. Unreal. So what I'm gonna do right now is install Ubuntu 18. And just like that, it's installing. And that was it. And I'm just gonna launch it. It wants me to launch. Of course I wanna launch it. And now I can just create a username and password. So network chuck. This is Linux. I'm in there. I'm running Linux on Windows 10. Oh my gosh, can you believe this? This is crazy. So I took my daughter Chloe. She's eight years old, by the way. I took her through the steps to install Linux on a Raspberry Pi. T together, we're going to learn something called Linux and you're going to enter some Linux commands. You're going to show people that learning Linux isn't that scary and you're going to do it for me, okay? Don't drop it. There we go, folks. There's our Raspberry. <laughs> now we're installing Raspbian, a flavor of Linux on a Raspberry Pi. And we'll wait for it to finish. And then also install a web server and get it up and running. Oh, it's that coding thing. It's, yeah, this is, this is Linux command line. You're installing a web server, Chloe. That was her baby steps. That was the bump. And I want to take you through that as well. So 
whatever you can get your hands on. You can go and download Ubuntu right now. You can get it installed on, on your Windows 10 machine. Like, super easy. It takes five minutes. You can go buy a Raspberry Pi so your kids and you can play with it. Get Linux. Ubuntu is like the most friendly one. And let's build a web server real quick. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Scary Linux. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to update everything. So we'll enter the command sudo. Now, this command sudo is weird. Sudo is like saying, I am in charge. I am the admin. And what I say after this, should happen. You're giving yourself permission. On Windows, you do the same thing. You just say run as administrator. Here you say sudo. My daughter got a real big kick out of that. And we'll enter the command apt-get update. It'll ask you for your password. And now all you're doing is updating something right now, but you look like a total boss to everyone else right now, right? <laughs> okay, that took about a minute, not too bad. Now time to install a web server. We're going to install the Apache web server, a very popular Linux-based web server. So we'll again enter sudo and then apt. This time we'll do install, and then we'll just say Apache 2. What are we doing here? Well, we're giving ourselves permission, sudo, and then we're installing Apache 2. And once we hit enter, that's it. It'll say, do you want to install this? Um, heck yeah, I do. Hit Y and then enter. And that's it. The web server is installed. It's almost ready to go. If you're running a Raspberry Pi and you ran those same commands, it's already done. Uh, on Ubuntu, anywhere else, you might have to actually start the service. So I'll just enter the command, sudo once again, service Apache 2 start. And this will start our web server. And that's it. That's it, that's it. Now you just created a website. To see that website in action, if you're on a Windows 10 machine or you're on the Raspberry Pi right now, just go to a browser and type in localhost. And there it is, you're accessing the website right now. Now it's not the prettiest of websites, it's just the Ubuntu default page. What if you wanna change it? Well, we can do that. It says right here, you should replace this file. And it's this file right here, the index.html. This is where that file is located and we can go in there and edit the way this page looks. I had my daughter do the same thing. So let's do it. So we're gonna jump into that directory. So to jump into that directory, we'll do CD, change directory. And then we'll go into the directory VAR, www, HTML. That's where we wanna be. We're there. That was it, we changed directories. It's like changing a directory in, in, in a Windows uh, file explorer. Now to see what's in there, we'll do the command ls to list. Hey, there's that file, index.html. Crazy, right? <laughs> now what we wanna do is remove that and then create a new one. So I want to enter the command again, sudo, to give myself master genie permission here. The command rm, which is just remove index.html. That's going to remove that file. Done. So if I do ls again to list, nothing there. I removed it. Now we're going to recreate that file and do what we want with it. So I'll do again, sudo. This time I'll use a program called nano. Nano. My daughter loved that. To create a new file and edit this file. So I'll do sudo nano index.html. So what I'm doing now is I'm creating that file and then I'm jumping into it to edit. And I'm there. And this is where we can put the HTML for our website. Now this will not be a course on HTML, but if you want to throw something in there just real quick, you can go to Google, like I'm about to do right now. If I can type it right. Just type in the search basic HTML website and just click on the one that says HTML editors W3 school. That place is great. Click on that and um, right down here, just Take this, copy that, and paste that in there. Now I'm gonna change what it says real quick. And then that's it. So I'll do control X to get out of there. And I'll say, do you wanna save this? I'll say Y for yes. Hit enter to confirm you're gonna name this index.html. And that was it. 
we do ls, we can see that we did add that file. It's in there. Now let's go see what it looks like. If we go back to our page that said localhost, and I refresh this. <gasps> Look at that! It's our website we created, and my daughter just did the same exact thing on the Raspberry Pi. There it is. See, you installed Apache 2. Ooh, look at that! Now, if you just went through that with me, you know Linux. Now, you don't know everything about Linux. No one does. But you did something in Linux. You created a website. You installed a package, which is a web server, and you, you created a website. That's amazing. I'm hoping that that was the bump for you. Just get over that little bump, and now you can just speed forward. So now where to next? How do you, if, if you fall in love with this, which I hope you did, I hope that's what I, I can give you out of this. How do you learn more Linux? How do you turn this into a career? Or how do you augment your, your current skill set, which you definitely should? I talked with Sean Powers. Now, Sean Powers is an amazing Linux engineer. He's also an instructor and he teaches, he's been teaching Linux forever. Now, what I love about his story is that Sean has been in IT for a while, but he got in a car wreck, lost his memory, forgot everything. Like he forgot everything he knew about IT, which is insane. So he had to relearn a career. And he decided to relearn with Linux because it was free. He couldn't afford anything else. He just had to learn Linux because it was free. But anyways, I asked him, what are the next steps? How can we become just amazing Linux engineers? Now this is where I'm challenging myself and I hope you join me on this challenge. I need to learn more Linux. I can dabble, but I don't know enough. Not enough to be like where I want to be. So I am committing right now to getting the first step and that's gaining and earning the CompTIA Linux Plus certification. They just renewed the thing. It's amazing. And you should be a Linux admin after that. So I'm gonna get that. So if you're wondering, okay, I wanna learn Linux. Um, I loved what we just did. I wanna take the next steps. Start learning Linux Plus. I've got books and training below that I'm gonna go through. Um, Sean has a great course on CBT Nuggets. I'll link that below as well. But I'm gonna get it. I'm getting it. Please hold me accountable. And let me know if you're interested in Linux at all below. Let me know if you're going to go for it. I think it'd be so fun for us to go through it together. Mm. Um, if you if you can get through the, the qualifications, the exam qualifications for either LPIC or Linux Plus, you're going to, you're really going to know Linux. You're going to be confident to help people solve problems with Linux. Uh, you're not just going to put on your resume, I know some Linux. You're, you're going to be a confident user of Linux. You're going to install it on multiple things. Um, and you're going to then, then, at that point, <laughs> did I build it up enough? Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm so I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. Then you should look at some DevOps stuff because DevOps, the world of DevOps, um, is is so awesome. And you can, I mean, you can control the world with DevOps, and every single DevOps tool is going to rely on on Linux in some regard. Everything is gonna rely on it because it's free, it's efficient, it's fast, it's available, it's everywhere. So all of those fancy new DevOps tools, even if they're not designed to work for Linux, they're going to be using Linux like you learned with Azure. And uh, I think I'll be making some content about Linux. Now Linux is huge because, well, we already covered why you should learn Linux, but specifically to my network engineers out there uh, and system admins, really, really everyone in IT, times are changing to where we're looking at more DevOpsy types of things, like where you have to automate things. And Linux is at the forefront of this endeavor, this move. If you wanna learn network automation and network programmability, you gotta know Linux. If you wanna get further with Microsoft and, and start getting involved in the cloud, uh, Azure, AWS, you need to learn Linux. 
I mean, shoot, I just ran Linux on Windows. If that doesn't like tell you something about you need to learn Linux, I don't know what will. <laughs> so learn it now because it's only gonna help you. It's only going to help you. And teach your kids, get them a Raspberry Pi, it's $35. Get them to start using it, get them familiar with it. That's what I'm doing. Okay, secret contest time. Follow these instructions here. Post in the comments below the secret phrase. First 10 to do so will win David Bombo's Linux course. Go, do it, go. All right guys, that's about it. Let me know what you think below. Are you gonna start learning Linux or do you already know Linux? And let us know how you learn Linux. I encourage you to go check out Sean Powers. He is one of the best teachers I've ever seen on Linux and his course is amazing. I've seen a little bit of it already. Um, it's got built-in labs. Oh my gosh, and I'm gonna go through it. So check out that link below. I'll also list some books and other resources for the Linux Plus. But yeah, if you get anything from this video, any takeaway at all, go learn some Linux. <laughs> Just go try it out. It's free. It's free. Also, if you want to help me make more videos, I do have a membership program as part of YouTube now. There should be a join link below or the button below if you're watching on a computer. Uh, join me. I'll have exclusive live streams for people who are a part of my program. And I'll be adding some more things really, really soon. Well, that's about it. I'll catch you guys later.